atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kurt Crosby live on your radio. Hard hitting news that I was refused to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for November the 14th in the year of our Lord, 2019. This is our two of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed. We use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject, I say it again, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. All right, Andy Mangione with us, amac.us, that's A-M-A-C dot U-S. Uh, Mangione, did I get it right? You got it right, Sam. Thank all right, buddy. I'm going to keep working on that and make sure I have that all correct all the time going forward. How's that? A couple of quick interesting stories that I want to just um, kind of throw out, uh, Andy, and let you kind of respond to, which I find really fascinating. First one says, man finds job after handing his resumes out on the street. Isn't that a cool story? Yeah, yeah, that is cool. I, I like when that happens. And it's funny because people do that when the economy is bad and they do it when the economy is good. Uh, you see guys, I remember seeing a picture of a guy uh, dressed in a suit. Uh, I think he was on Wall Street or he's, he was in Manhattan, uh, handing out his resumes and letting everybody know he was wearing a sign that he was an MIT graduate. And uh, I don't know if he was successful or not. I, I, I suspect he was. But uh, those are those are great stories. Um, and, and we need more of them is the point. I just yeah. think rather than just saying, hey, you know, help me, give me money or whatever, this guy's like, hey, man, I need a job and I'm going to do everything that I can to go get one. Yep. I just dig it. Right. No, that that's that's uh, you know that, that that's the old adage: you get out of it what you put into it, but you got to put something into it. And that really typifies, though, who the AMAC crowd is, huh? Well, you know, I, I, I tell you what it does. I think it it it, it uh, exemplifies what we believe in. You know, and and you know, our our um, ideologies are aligned. Sam, you know, we're an organization that believes in small government, that believes in free markets, that believes in, in getting the, to quote, you know, or to paraphrase Ronald Reagan, to get the, the shackles of government off our backs so we can thrive. Uh, we need to be, we want to be left alone. Uh, let us uh, uh, go about our entrepreneurial ways and we will provide for our family. Uh, you go ahead, Mr. Government, and take care of the infrastructure, okay? And you take care of some regulation. You know, you can't, you can't have rampant, uh, you know, I mean, there, there's... Yeah, there's like, got to be a le- level playing field and there's got to yeah. be an honoring of contracts, right? Exactly right. You know, uh, we believe in religious freedom. We believe in the First and the Second Amendment. We, we believe that the, that the Constitution is the most significant document ever conceived by mankind, and we want to defend it and protect it and perpetuate it. And that's what EMAC members you know, they believe in, and that, that's why people are attracted to our organization. We're over 2 million members now, and, uh, and growing rapidly, and that's great. I mean, we're very, very blessed. Uh, getting the word out on, on great shows like this is, is imperative for people to become aware of AMAC. But uh, just to let people know that there is a large organization of like-minded citizens uh, that can get the same type of, of uh, member benefits that they get at, at, with other large senior groups. Uh, but only we tell you up front that we're right of center. We look in the eye and tell you that. We don't hide what we're fighting for. 
and uh, people are, are attracted to that. And I think that you know people would relate to that story of the of the person handing out resumes and getting a job. I mean that 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 wouldn't surprise our members. They would uh, they it, it would make them feel good. It would make their day, wouldn't it? Absolutely. Just wake up, read a story like that, and go, yeah. Only in America, baby. Got to dig it. Okay, so amac.us, that's A-M-A-C dot U-S. Become a member today. Become a lifetime member today. Hey, uh, do you know who Doug Weed is? I can't say that I do. All right, Doug Weed is a, uh, what is he, Kurt? What's the best way to describe him? A political analyst? I'd call him a presidential historian. Um, okay, you know, presidential he's, historian. He's a writer um, of a number of books, and uh, you know, he goes through and studies up on these different presidents, and he's got a new one. Yeah, anyway, he's a political analyst as well, I think, is, is kind of one of the ways to describe it. Anyway, the reason I tell you about Doug Weed is because he just uh, sent out a, an interesting headline that I just celebrate in. And it says this, inside Trump's White House, the real story of his presidency. And I highlight that because I think AMAC is helping to tell the story of the real story of President Trump's presidency. The mainstream press not willing to even uh, acknowledge the truth. But AMAC is and Doug Weed is and we are as well. Let me tell you something, Sam. I was able to be at the villages in early October in, in central Florida. Uh, we were invited by the uh, the White House, AMAC was, to witness uh, the, the executive order signing that strengthened Medicare, uh, Medicare by the president. It was a small hall. This was not a rally. Okay, 1,500 people, maybe 2,000. Um, and he invited one of our members up on stage to relate her experience with her Medicare Advantage plan and how that saved her life. And what I saw from this, this president uh, and what everyone saw there was a gentleman, was a man who escorted our member to and from her seat, kissed her on the cheek when he signed the executive order, gave her the pen. It was just a, a gentleman. And, this is a, and he's doing this in front of a whole gaggle of media that don't report this. Okay, and I think that you know people that run for president, there's a, there's an element of narcissism. There has to be because you feel that the country needs you. There has to be in that, and I think you'll find that element in most leaders. And everybody's has warts, and nobody's perfect, and no one's going to be exactly right where you are in every single issue. But what I witnessed was a sincere leader who was a gentleman. Uh, uh, who, who just that, that, that you know, I, I was glad to witness that firsthand that the media refuses to capture. And if they capture it, they don't report it. And see, I have a problem with that because it's not honest. Honesty is the issue, Andy. Yeah. Well, it's, you would think that, uh, that, you know, that's a cornerstone of journalism. And it's just so sad what has happened to that profession. I wouldn't even call it a profession anymore. It's people sign up for these propaganda jobs. Um, and all of a sudden, you know, inserting their opinions uh, in stories and calling them facts is it's not, it's not real reporting. We don't have uh, objectivity. And uh, they have people hiding behind it, but we just don't have it. You, you can look for it in some cases. Um, but you, go, you have to go to the blogs, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, the, the free flow of information that has resulted from the, from the Internet uh, and, and, and the citizen reporting that's going on is saving us, okay? But you have to seek those out. Um, the, the, you know, I, I heard a story the other day where, I guess, small-town newspapers are closing at an alarming rate. Sadly and, so, sir. Yes, it is, and that and that 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 hurts. Okay, but the you know you've got you know mainstream media newspapers lamenting this fact, and they're stating they're actually saying that now there's no more watchdog, and and it's uh, it's not the watchdog aspect that's killing these these newspapers. It's the reporting. It's the proliferation of online where people are getting their their news 
uh, elsewhere. You have to, you can't discount that. But a, you know, a big part of the equation is how they're reporting news and the bias that they themselves have injected into their daily work. That's her. Right. Speaking too. of reporting and replacements for the yesteryear newspapers based on their lackluster, to say the least, reporting, AMAC is doing something about that. Hang tight. We'll get to that as the broadcast unfolds. Andy Maggioni with us. AMAC.us. A-M-A-C.us. Become a lifetime member today. There's a couple of stories I want to highlight, though. You know, you mentioned uh, Medicare and, and talking about that and, and, and preserving Medicare and some stories that, you know, people have been blessed by Medicare, and that's all true. However, on your website is a headline that I want people to understand because there's a balance here. And the headline says the nonsensical nature of Medicare for all. Uh, let's highlight that for a second because I think there's a line here, a balancing act that we're talking about, right? Absolutely. Um, and that's funny. What you're quoting from is uh, uh, an interview that uh, one of our other spokesmen did um, talking about uh, just the, the folly. Uh, you know, it, it, what, it, what Medicare for all is, is a great slogan. Okay, and the left, they're known for great slogans. It, it, it capsulizes um, so much. And it, yeah, it's kind of like it, pro-choice. It's a big old lie, yeah. but it sure sounds good, buddy. It rolls off the tongue. You know what I mean? And, and what it is, is, is folly. And, and, and I'm glad that there's a discussion. I'm glad that, there's, that we're able to talk about that. I mean, what it is, Medicare for all, uh, if it's enacted, and if it's enacted the way that people are, are vaguely talking about it, no one has really drilled down into the weeds. They don't even know how much it's going to cost. We know it's going to be many, many trillions of dollars or how we're going to pay for it. But the end result is 180 million Americans immediately lose their private health care plans if Medicare for all ever becomes um, law. Okay, I mean, we're talking private health care, not not talking, you know, not you know, we're not even counting what happens to people on Medicare Advantage. I mean, we're looking at um, many millions of Americans getting their Medicare delivered, the federal benefit through uh, the private sector. That's Medicare Advantage. There's less waste, fraud and abuse. Those plans get blown up with Medicare for all. And the companies that sell them are hurt and most likely go out of business. This is a uh, a proposal that will throw people off their, off their private insurance plans, decimate the Medicare system, cost many trillions of dollars, hurt the economy in immeasurable ways. Well, and, and quadruple it, down in, in, in unconstitutionality as well. Yes. Yeah. Not, not exactly, Sam. Not to mention that. Not to mention how, how, uh, how uh, it, it trashes the Constitution in, in the process of, of its uh, discussion and hopefully, you know, and, and potential enactment. But... Um, you know, there has you know you're going to have a bureaucrat that will uh, have to everything will flow through Washington in terms of approval for procedures, approval for drugs, approval for um, even just visits to the hospital. You're going to have an unelected person who did not go to medical school. Very, you know, I mean, that be approving, you know, who gets paid or what gets paid, and who's going to uh, who's going to to receive care. Uh, and that's the key, and it's gonna, they're going to decide who's going to receive care, and they're going to pick winners and losers. And Wow, ladies and gentlemen. I, I love the government involved in the create-a-level playing field. I hate the government involved in picking winners and losers. Andy Mangione with us, ladies and gentlemen. AMAC.us. Quick question or a headline for Andy, and I'm not, sh- I'm not swearing, okay? What the Schiff? <laughs> Schiff claims not to know. Who the whistleblower is. Let's talk about that in seconds with Andy. 
Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way. But actually, gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. So you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on 24-7 with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Talk Right, the conservative app offered by TalkStream Live that caters exclusively to the conservative talk radio community. Here you'll see only talk shows and podcasts from the conservative right, all the big broadcast names and online digital shows in one place. Talk Right makes it easy to find all your favorite conservative talkers with all the upscale features you come to expect from TalkStream Live. Keep up with the fast-paced political world. Download Talk Right today from Google Play or the App Store. Andy Mangione with us, ladies and gentlemen. AMAC is the organization, AMAC.us. And Andy, I mean, literally, uh, Schiff claims he doesn't know who the whistleblower is. And so I got a question for you. If nobody knows who the whistleblower is, how do we know there really even is one, sir? <laughs> exactly right. I'm kind of stupid, but I don't get it. You know, this is just so corrupt. The whole process, what they're doing to the process is corrupt. And, and, it's, and it shouldn't surprise anybody. What the left does is corrupt. Okay, they corrupt everything they get their hands on, including this process. How could you not know a whistleblower that he allegedly advised? Okay. Well, and the other thing is then, as far as I understand, Democrat during impeachment hearing, hearsay could be much better evidence than direct. I mean, these people aren't even in the, on the same planet as I am when it comes to, hey, we need due process of law. We need accountability. You need to be able to face your accusers. So here's the headline I wrote. Might be a little harsh, might be a little bit in your face, but I think it's uh, appropriate nevertheless because these people aren't playing kind, right? They're not being gentle at all as far as I can see. But, no. hey, Donald needs to be able to face the thug that started this impeachment sham. Okay, yeah. honesty requires it. Accountability requires it. Okay, this is not something that we're just talking about or having a fun time with. This is fundamental to our constitutional republic. Innocent until proven guilty and due process of law, Andy. You know, Sam, um, I'm not a legal scholar. Most Americans are not. But here's what they do know. They know what hearsay is, and they know that it's not evidence. 
they know that it could be also classified as gossip. It's secondhand news. And now, and, and so they're aware when, when, when uh, the pundits are talking about hearsay with regard to these, proceed, these, these, these proceedings, um, that it's not, it doesn't pass the stink test, that it, it shouldn't be, it, it's not admissible, it has no credibility. People also know, again, non-legal scholars, people that have watched Law in Order enough, okay, and that whole franchise know that everybody has a right to confront their accuser. So they see this for the scam that it is, and it's just, it's sad is what ha- is what happening, uh, is what's happening in Washington right now, Sam. And I don't think, again, this is just, you know, speculative. Uh, I don't think that, that uh, this is going to turn out well for the Democrats. Um, they are so invested. When you mentioned that they're not being nice, and, and, and again, I wonder what day it is in their world, too. Not being nice, they are so invested in this process and in their hatred for this man that they cannot turn back. I don't know if anyone's advising them, Sam, saying you're making a mistake. You have nothing here. Don't move forward. What you're going to do is blow up the process, but they don't care. They will well, it's going to come back on Joe Biden, too, right now, who's their front runner. And if you want to say that you know, you're going to pin the tail on the donkey, it's going to end up on Biden because yeah. he's the one that did a quid pro quo and then he literally bragged about it i don't think there's any debate that that's exactly what he did absolutely sam i mean there there there's i mean it's not as if there's no evidence okay um and and this this is classic this is what the left does they are guilty of everything they accuse their opponents of all right and uh, i think not only would this reflect poorly on on um, vice president biden but everyone else that's running uh, for for office, you know, for the Democratic nomination for president, I think that uh, the longer this goes, I mean, p- there are people that that will split hairs and, and say that you know the longer this goes, the more impeachments in the news, and that the Democrats are being successful because um, once you know they're counting on the low information voter who will believe that the president actually was impeached if the House is successful, uh, and we know it's going to go nowhere in the in the Senate. But uh, interesting, what's, you know, what's going on right now? There's blue dog Democrats in there that are feeling a lot of pressure from their constituents in their districts not to support this. So there, there's a, there's a lot of dynamics at play here. But yeah, one is to get line, one is to get the vote to create a TV show, reality TV on steroids. That's not reality at all. Um, it's showtime. It's another to get a vote truly to impeach, though. And that's one of the things that, that people don't really understand the difference. One is, hey, do you want to just have showtime about this? Sure, why not? Who cares? Let's see where it goes. Another one though says, I'm going on record to impeach the president, and I better have law. I better have evidence on my side. Uh, and there's a big difference in those two. And I think most people don't realize that reality check. Yeah, exactly right. And that's what they're counting on, Sam. They're counting on, uh, you know, the water cooler discussions uh, if, if for those people that are paying attention. OK. And a lot of people aren't paying attention. You've seen the polling. You've seen how, you know, you know, one poll had um, uh, Democrats, you know, forty-four uh, percent of Democrats in in that specific poll not supporting impeachment. You know, so I mean, it, it's 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 it, the polls. It, it, if you want to, you know, take credibility or, or think that a poll is credible, I mean, based on on uh, the the poll data that we've received in the past few years, but um, you have to pay attention to the fact that. Uh, that, that, that this isn't playing well in middle America. It won't play well in middle America. They're, they're making a calculated risk here, uh, you know, to get, if they say the word impeachment over and over enough, 
will people believe it and believe it in 2020 when it's time to elect a new president? I think in yesteryear media where they had absolute gatekeeping control, the answer is yes, it would have carried the day. Today, with Liberty Roundtable Live and many other organizations such as AMAC and everybody else bringing the truth to the table, I don't think that's I don't think that'll fly at all. I agree with you, okay, but I do have some concern over there there is a there is a segment of of the population that gets their news from the mainstream you know and we're and, and that uh you know and and considers themselves informed uh the, the, those that that's what you know i mean even though the mainstream media has been discounted and has and is all time low with regard to credibility ratings, they still have some influence and that 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 modicum and that influence that they do have um it is it concerns me, uh, but I do agree. I mean, look, it doesn't keep me up at night. Okay, Sam, shows like yours, uh, all the other shows like yours across the country, uh, conservative media on online uh, op eds. Information is getting out there. It is. There's no doubt that this stuff is all being countered. Um, but I, I would not. I think we'd be foolish to think that the mainstream media is uh, is not influential because they still have some influence. Well, check this out. You love Brzezinski, right? Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. Well, Brzezinski, yeah, yeah, Kurt, yeah. is in the news. Really? With a proposal. Well, that's right. Uh, I'm trying to remember which. Oh, there she is. Uh, it says, Michael Bloomberg should just buy Fox News instead of run for president. <laughs> yeah. Well, he could. That's for sure. Well, he could. That's for sure. And, and, yeah. and you know what? He's been in a, a media mogul before, so the merger of what Fox and Bloomberg might be interesting. Nevertheless, the reason that I bring this up, though, is I mean, think of these proposals and think of what these people are doing. And I mean, it is just a circus, sir. It is. It is. It's ridiculous. If you're paying attention, it's ridiculous. All right. Um, and and it's. I, I think what we're seeing are, are desperate, desperate people that have tried everything they can throw against this man. Uh, who's by far not perfect, but man, you know what I, I like when when it, when I have discussions with people that that oppose this president, I point to the results that he that he's been getting, the, the judges that he's appointing, not only on the Supreme Court. By the way, let me stop you there and say, twenty five percent of the judges now have been appointed by President Donald yeah. J. Trump, and you know what? Exactly. I mean, some of the judges may not be perfect, but I'm telling you right now, they're a whole lot more constitutional. They understand their role in their office a whole lot more than these activist, belligerent judges, these robe thugs from the bench that we see today he has remade the courts behind the scenes and that will be the uh, or the evidence of that will last for years andy generations you know think about your kids your grandkids generations okay how could they not be upgrades yes and you're right sam i agree with you nobody is perfect you go to a church churches are peopled by imperfect people how is government and any aspect of it any different okay but what he's done when, I, when, when, I, when getting back to what i was talking about when i talk to people it's like, you know, what, what he's done uh, with the economy, what he has done in foreign policy, what he has done uh, domestically with, with the, judge, with the uh, judges that you talk about in the circuit court and the Supreme Court. Um, I tell people, you know, if, if he hurts your feelings with his tweets, maybe you need to get over yourself and put the country ahead and, and look at, you know, look at the historically low unemployment numbers across ethnic groups and women. All right, look at the booming economy. Look at your 401K. Look at the job market. The gentleman that was handing out his resume got a job. You know, I mean, I, that has to, you know, I mean, the economy is very, very good. All right. And uh, so, so look at the results. And maybe that's, I know that some people get, you know, they're process people or the results people. I tend to be looking at the results. I don't get caught up with what he tweets. Um, I have no problem 
with, with what he tweets. I look at, at the work that he's doing on behalf of the American people. If any of this stuff was true, I suppose I'd have a different opinion of him. But we can see these accusations and, the, and for what they are. Uh, they're the acts of desperate people who are so invested in their own hatred and, and, such, and in such denial over the fact that Hillary wasn't elected that they're behaving the way that they are, and they're actually just making complete fools out of themselves. But I, I wouldn't have a problem with that, Sam, but they're trashing the Constitution in the process, and they're trashing Washington and, its, uh, and, and, and the, the state rules uh, of, the, of, of government in the process. And that's the corruption that, that I find very, very, very offensive. The corruption is discouraging, ladies and gentlemen. There's no doubt about it. We've got to return to God, family, and country for solutions. That's for sure. Andy Mangione with us. AMAC.us. When we come back, i got a great news story. And then I want to tell you who ought to really buy Fox News. Liberty Roundtable Live. Pursuing Liberty. Using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. In the first public U.S. House impeachment hearing yesterday, Ohio Republican Jim Jordan said Ukraine did not end up investigating Democrats. Jordan also saying Ukraine eventually got nearly $400 million in the planned U.S. military aid. So he says in the end, nothing bad actually happened. Three meetings with the president of Ukraine, the new president, and no linkage. The five-and-a-half-hour hearing featured testimony from two veteran diplomats. Facebook is taking action against fake accounts on its site. The social media giant's latest community standards enforcement report showing 5.4 billion such accounts have been taken down this year, more than the 3.3 billion removed last year. This is USA Radio News. Hello, this is Wayne Allen Root, relentless conservative warrior, middle-class warrior, and always Trump warrior. I have a message for my fellow patriots across America. President Trump is making America great again. He's the only president in my lifetime who is keeping his promises, and his biggest promise is to build that wall. President Trump can only do it with our help. If Congress won't fund Trump's wall, we will. President Trump is one man against the world, and what globalists and socialists around the world want is clear, open borders. It's time to take a stand. We either build the wall, or it's the end of the greatest nation of world history ever blessed by God. That's why I founded the Root for the Wall Pack. 63 million Trump voters together will raise the money President Trump needs for the wall. Anyone who donates $100 or more will get a beautiful commemorative wall brick. Display it proudly. Call 844-ROOT-WALL. That's toll free. 844-ROOT-WALL. Or go to rootwall.com. We will build this wall together. Call 844-ROOT-WALL. Or go to rootwall.com. Root for the Wall Pack. Pay for it. Responsible for the content of this message. Not authorized by any candidate or candidates committee. Rootwall.com. Garth Brooks is being named the CMA Entertainer of the Year. It's the seventh time he's won the award. To all the entertainers out here, let's do, let's dedicate this to the band and crews that get our on the stage, down that road, and those people that show up to let us be entertainers. God love you. I love you, Trisha Yearwood. A new report says climate change is going to have lifelong health impacts on kids unless major changes are made right away. The report from the U.N. and dozens of academic agencies claim that a child born today could live in a world with an average temperature over 7 degrees warmer by their 71st birthday. Now, that 
Research is warning that rising temperatures will cause shrinking harvests that threaten food security, driving up food prices, and that kids will be threatened by infectious disease and increasingly poor air quality. USA Radio News. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. Maybe the Association for Mature American Citizens, AMAC, maybe those guys should, um, what, buy Fox News? I wonder what old Brzezinski would think of that idea, you know? But check this out, ladies and gentlemen, if you think I'm just kind of up in the night, check this out. Hi, I'm Ben Ferguson, and welcome to your AMAC Weekly News. First up, members of the GOP and the president are calling for the release of the whistleblower's identity, who claimed a quid pro quo was happening between Donald Trump and the new president of Ukraine. Well, now liberals are claiming this is, quote, a very dangerous situation if you name the person who is the leaker. Yet in the past, Democrats have leaked names of anyone who they did not like serving in our government. More on that in a moment. Up next, footage of an ABC reporter services placing ABC News under the microscope. Now, this footage shows a reporter complaining that the network literally killed a story about alleged sexual misconduct by Jeffrey Epstein back in... All right, it goes on. It's 15 minutes long, so I can't play it all, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you, AMAC even has weekly news that you can sign up for. Maybe you guys ought to buy Fox News uh, there, Andy. <laughs> hey, you know, from uh, from your lips to God's ears, right? <laughs> Now uh, we're uh, we're real happy with uh, with Ben Ferguson and and uh, the news that he puts out and that uh, we produce that segment that goes out every Friday for our membership that gives people an update and uh, uh, it really it connects our members with with current events and uh, Ben does a nice job in delivering it. But I'll tell you what, it also partner. proves the news isn't spiked. CNN won't even touch the story when this lady was caught on a hot mic, uh, and you guys are willing to take it on. You're not interested in playing games. You're interested in letting the people know and letting them decide for themselves. Doesn't Fox say we report, you decide? So see, the AMAC's doing that, and Fox is starting to waffle. Well, they used to. You know, they used to say that. Um, you know, it's funny. I think I read somewhere where, where uh, uh, the, the, the opinion of the person I was reading mentioned that uh, Fox was becoming a never Trumper station, and uh, which is sad to see. But there's also uh, new people calling the shots there. You know, there's a new generation, and you can see their influence and and what they're putting out. And, and, and let me ask you, Sam, do you miss Shepard Smith? Do you miss him at all? Uh, no. No, I think the guy's a joke. Personally, I know they say he's a professional and everything else, but I, I'm more interested in people that are that are genuine and honest and open and traditional uh, and accountable in their public and private life, sir. Yeah, we report, you decide. You know, I mean, that, there you go. that it, it's a simple concept, and that's how it used to be. All right, have you ever seen the movie A More Perfect Union, Andy? No, I haven't. I'm uh, like 0 for 3 with questions here. All right. I'm sorry. There's a movie out called A More Perfect Union. It was created by Brigham Young University back in 1987 to celebrate the 200 years of the signing of the supreme law of our land, the Constitution. And the movie is called A More Perfect Union, and it's a reenactment. It's a documentary, but it's, it's, it's more. It's, it's a reenactment of what happened. Well, anyway, A More Perfect Union got all dusty and, and you know, wasn't available, but a guy, a filmmaker, his name is Ken Cromar. He's an independent filmmaker. He does a, has a company called Blue Moon. Um, anyway, they're proudly announcing that A More Perfect Union film has been digitally remastered, and it's on Blu-ray and DVD now. I thought I'd tell you that because I thought it might be a movie that you might want to watch and a movie that maybe, you know, we want to make a, available or something like that to AMAC members. But this movie was incredibly done. It doesn't pick sides, but it brings you into um, the 1787 uh, 
events surrounding what it took to create, in my opinion, the greatest document ever created by men to create the greatest economic engine in the world, the greatest country in the world. It is an incredible movie, and it's been digitally remastered, and it's available on Amazon if you want to go watch it, but it's called A More Perfect Union, and I thought it would be something right up your alley is why I'm bringing it up. And yesterday we had on the guy, the filmmaker that just um, digitally remastered uh, and made that movie available now. It'll be available on DVD and Blu-ray coming up here in a few days, but it's already out on Amazon. A More Perfect Union. Check that out. Now, Andy, there's a headline on your site that we got to talk about it because it's super positive. And I always look for positive news whenever I can find it. I know it's like a struggle and everything, but it exists if you know where to look. AMAC.us is one of the places to look. I'm telling you right now. Anyway, the headline says this. U.S. tops the list of philanthropic nations in the world yet again, reports AMAC. Not a, not a big surprise there, okay? It's not a surprise, but it's something we always need a reminder of and something that is just abundantly true that we never seem to get credit for in the mainstream. Well, you know, it's not – I don't think people want credit, okay? But, but the, I don't mean credit in terms of my name's known, but sure. I do want people to know who we are and what we stand for, for sure. Absolutely, you know, because we're told every day how selfish we are, how racist we are, how homophobic we are, how bad – uh, the founders were, how we were founded on a lie. Uh, the, the institution of slavery was horrible, and it is horrible. And, there's, and it's definitely a dark spot, uh, a dark spot in our history, no question about it. But we, 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 we rectified that through the Civil War, and we paid, for, we paid the reparations in blood with uh, you know, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of deaths to fight to eradicate slavery from this land. But we're told but bad people Americans are, consumers, you know, hysterical, wild consumers. And this kind of information, uh, it, 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 it's out there, but it's not reported. So we thought it would be prudent to let folks know that uh, we are the most philanthropic nation in the world. And this is according to the World Giving Index, okay? And it's, it's um, uh, you know... Yeah. Not only American, not individuals, but you're looking at uh, American corporations are uh, looking to make a difference. Uh, say what you want about Apple with regard to their ideology. They put out a wonderful product, but you know, they're earmarking billions of dollars to address the housing crisis in California. But you know what? I always take things on principle. So when, when Apple does things that I disagree with, I say shame on them. But when they do the right, I praise them. And I think we need to do that, um, not just picking enemies or attacking people or you know friends and foes and defending uh, our team and rejecting the other guys. And that's all the partisan divide stuff. Whenever somebody does something right based on principle, I want to promote it. When Apple willing to give up some of their money to make things better for the average American by volunteer or philanthropic or charitable opportunity. You know what? Good on them for doing it. And I think we need to base our views on principle more and reject that which is bad on principle and embrace that which is good on principle. And we ought to be consistent. Yeah, absolutely. And, and if there is something that is wrong, give us the opportunity. Let us have the opportunity to make it right. You know what I think it's important about you know, what we're talking about? Um, millennials. Let's look at millennials. I mean, they're, they're, they are uh, actually they're, they're the product of baby boomers, okay, uh, the millennial generation. But they are philanthropic, philanthropic as well, okay, that's contained in this story is the fact that with the advent of crowdfunding sites like GoFundMe, uh, you're looking at uh, 46% of millennials and 45% of Gen Xers that came before the millennials 
are contributing, and they're donating billions of dollars to these crowdfunding sites. So money is being given, and the Internet is helping that. And, and, you know, it's, and, and not surprisingly, uh, the younger generations are using uh, the Internet to make their donations. But the point is, is that they're making them at all. They may not be throwing money into that Salvation Army kettle at Christmas time, but they're going online and they're donating billions of dollars. And I don't think we want credit. I think Andy points out an important point, but I do think that we want to highlight who we are and what we do with the purpose of saying we've done incredible. We lead the world, but we can do better. We can do more and we can influence other nations and other people worldwide to join us. Yes. We should lead the way, and we do lead the way. And, you know, we're not asking, we're not going to break our own arms, patting ourselves on the back. But this flies in the face of what people are trying, or, or what the mainstream media is, is trying to lead people to believe. This is a wonderful country. It's not a perfect country, okay? It is a giving country. Remember, uh, anytime there's a natural disaster, America is there leading the way. People are donating blood, they donate time. And when something happens to our own people, think about 9-11. Think about when there's a hurricane. Think about, I remember at 9-11, what, would, uh, what was, I, one thing that I remember uh, uh, during that time was the Red Cross actually told people to stop donating blood. They had so much blood that it was going to spoil. Uh, you know, they had more blood than they had users. And that flies in the face of, usually when you hear from the Red Cross, they call me. Uh, they're always appealing for more blood, more blood, more blood. But people, you know, Americans gave so much blood that they had enough and they were told to stop uh, when there is a natural disaster in this country. Yes, we have federal agencies in, in place, but you see the volunteers out there, people providing shelter, providing clothing, providing food. And it's nice to see on a, on a world level, okay, um, the, uh, that America leads the way. Uh, according to the World Giving Index, with being the most philanthropic nation in the world. And uh, it, it doesn't surprise me. I think more people need to know about this. And just, you know, the timing is perfect as we're a couple of weeks away from Thanksgiving and, and the Christmas season after that. Uh, people need to know that you, know, you live in a wonderful country with wonderful freedoms that we take for granted that uh, people are trying to take away from us. But, uh, you know, and they tell us why they're doing it. They tell us because we're bad people. We're not bad people. We're a good people, Sam. Kanye West is doing a, a pretty good job. Again, I may not have religious theological exactness with, with Kanye, but I will say when he's trying to point people to Christ and he says, it's not about my music and it's not about me, it's about pointing to people to Jesus Christ, I commend him. Well, Kanye West said blacks don't have to vote for Democrats. Now, some would say that's a racist statement, but I would say that the Democrats of Shanghai uh, blacks for a long time. Now there's a lot of conservative black people. Uh, who are Americans, forget their blackness for a second. They're Americans just like we are, and they want the good in America to continue, and that's why they're for Trump. That's why they're for the principles that made America great, that'll make America great again. We can keep America great if we stand shoulder to shoulder as Americans. Andy Mangione will respond to that in seconds. AMAC.US, this is the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. Do we reflect about our future? And where we as a culture are moving? Do we keep our trust in our jobs, homes, money, life necessities, investments, stock markets? Do we believe that our 401ks or other retirements will always be there and that the current economic order will recover? Is the economy going to recover and life return to normal? 
It ain't gonna happen by a friend of Medjugorje. Whether you are poor, middle class, or rich, it ain't gonna happen. A book of astounding revelations about the present economic order and where we are heading. It ain't gonna happen by a friend of Medjugorje. To order, visit medj.com, spelled M-E-J.com, or call Caritas in the U.S. 205-672-2000. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. Kanye West has a point, which is, you know what? We can all think for ourselves. We're all Americans. Let's stand together and keep America great. Let's work together and make America moral again. Make America united again. What do you say, Andy? Hey, you know, Kanye, is. Uh, there's nothing wrong with leading people to Jesus. And, uh, and, and what a courageous stand that he's taking, okay? Um, you know, I, this is, it's, it's inspiring. You know, it's inspiring what, you know, his, his conversion, you know, allegedly, or, or what he's, uh, uh, you know, apparently, I should say, you know, um, it, it, it's something that, uh, it's certainly good news, you know. And, yeah, and, and some people uh, have come up and criticized us for saying that. They say, oh, he's not even genuine. He's just doing it for money. Uh, you know what? My response is this. I'm not here to judge Kanye's heart. That's not my job. My job is to say if he's really uh, intending to bring people to Christ, more power to him. That's all I'm saying. Was- yeah, yeah, Sam. Only God knows his heart, you know, and 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 uh, he appears to be sincere. And God bless him, you know. And the more power to him. You find you're you're talking about um, uh, how Kanye was taking a courageous stand, talking about uh, uh, Democrats and the African American or the black voters. Um, I live in Kentucky, and we just elected uh, the first uh, African American to Attorney General. Yeah, and this guy's awesome too, isn't he? Yeah, Daniel Cameron is his name, and he's the first Republican in 70 years to win the Attorney General's office, but he is also the first uh, African-American to win to win this race. Are blacks allowed to vote American and, and, and Republican and stuff like that these days? I'm glad they're <laughs> he allowed to do that, you know? See, I, I just want to mention, he got 57, almost 57% of the vote. Incredible. Okay. Well-deserved, I might add, but incredible. It was it was a 14-point victory over over the Democrat candidate, and it was it wasn't even close. And I've met this gentleman. Uh, he's spoken to AMAC members in Louisville, Kentucky, and he uh, is just uh, he's refreshing and uh, just inspiring. And uh, wish him we wish him well, and we congratulate him on his big victory. 
Amen to that. The reason that I bring this up is not to foment the racial divide, but I do want people to understand you can vote your heart. You can study. You can cherish the values that made America great. And you know what? All Americans should feel free to stand together for our sacred cause. But I guess even Disney and Disney Plus taking a beating, huh, Kurt? Well, you could say um, taking a beating. I guess they have uh, 10 million subscribers on their first day. Uh, but, you know, I don't mean taking a beating for that. They're little, doing incredible for their new service, right? A little overwhelming there for their servers and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, the bottom line is... Um, They've um, well, they've got some trigger warnings uh, on some of their movies, uh, and they call them, uh, for example, Dumbo, uh, Lady and the Tramp, um, and uh, I guess uh, Daniel Boone. And they say these have outdated cultural depictions. Now you won't find Song of the South there either, um, Sam. But um, you know. Wouldn't it be nice if they just simply said, hey, these are all the movies we have. Now, they're not all perfect. I remember watching one that was uh, called The Ugly Dachshund, and it's got this uh, Asian guy calling this big dog a Ryan because he can't say lion right. Now, these days, though, we can't even put that in. We just seem to be so politically correct. We can't even make fun of ourselves. But here's the problem. You know, I don't know. See, I don't think those things are racist. And I don't think those things are hate-filled. I think those things um, gently jab at our cultural differences. Uh, you know, some people say, hey, man, people from California like you, Sam, you talk way too fast. Why don't you slow down a little bit? You know, would appreciate if you just take a relax for us. Uh, you know, and there's nothing wrong with celebrating the differences in our culture. Now, there is a line that can be crossed. I acknowledge that. But I am saying you're telling me Dumbo's a problem now? Lady and the Tramp, our cultural depictions, we're trying to judge yesteryear's reality by today's, in my opinion, off the reservation. Oh, can I say that? Standards, Andy. You know, um, it, it, yeah, it, <laughs> this is um, uh, all of a sudden. Oh, but what about Baby, It's Cold Outside? Okay, and we're thinking this is going to be going to Now, John Legend, out. the sexiest man in the world, remade that thing, right? Yeah, yeah, and made, made it uh, made it PC. Yeah. I don't think people give this a second thought. You know, uh, I, I want these folks to tell me how, you know, me growing up watching Dumbo, okay, or uh, Target is not going to sell gingerbread man cookies, okay? They're going to call them something else. Um, how? I mean, tell me how this corrupted us, okay? Uh, tell me how uh, watching Dumbo turned us into a nation of racists or, you know, um, or whatever they want to label us at. This is just, it's an attempt, it's, it's a concerted attempt to remake the country. Hey, Kurt, what's in Dumbo that's offensive, just so I get it? I, you know what? Uh, you know, really. I can't remember for sure. It All must right, be anyway. the ear thing. I'm not sure, or maybe uh, I can't remember. I have to look it. Maybe up. it's the name. I don't know. But but uh, it, 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 it never it, did it ever occur to me that there was anything offensive associated with. Well, they could change Dumbo to Smartbow if it makes them feel better. Well, yeah, and but remember, Sam Dumbo is back when a time when uh, two teams would get together and they'd actually keep score, like kids' scores. But now uh, they don't keep score they just tell everybody that they're all winners you know what i mean hmm? yeah it's funny you mentioned that you know uh giving people participation trophies and calling people winners uh throughout uh 
events as they're growing up. I guess there's there's some you know, there, there's data that shows that these people when they become adults become very difficult to manage. Okay, uh, they're 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 a challenge to manage because they expect uh, everything to be. Uh, there, there's no merit in in you know they're, they're, they they don't understand the concept that you know of what a meritocracy is, which is uh, again you get out of something that you put into it. The harder you work, the more you make, as opposed to everybody is level and everybody wins. That's not reality, and uh, consequently they're. They find that the managers have a hard time getting motivating these folks that are have been used to uh, getting participation trophies and uh, tell to tell people how good and smart they are uh, when uh, and and what they if, if you know what they've essentially done is remove competition from their young lives and that doesn't bode well for them as they get older and reality sets in when life is all about competition at least in the workplace. Just real quick, so you know, the original Dumbo, they say, was uh, racist and insane. Now they got a new one, see, Sam. The new uh, 2019 version of Dumbo will be uh, politically correct. Yeah, they say racial and insensitive, outdated cultural portrayals. Huh. Well, I, I can't tell you the last time I saw Dumbo. Even, you know, my teenage boys... And uh, I don't know if we ever watched it. You know what I mean? You know, we were watching the. We watched Disney. We watched. You know, they loved uh, the Cars movies and you know uh, the Despicable Me. Oh, I get it. The but, crows in Dumbo speak in what they call stereotypical African American voices, played by a white actor. See, that's the problem. Was this in the original? That's right. Yes, that's sir. Right. The I mean, you got monkeys in there. Right. Well. <laughs> I don't recall that. You know, I'm not saying that it didn't happen. I don't recall it. Cause well, I haven't but seen but it here's what I'm saying. Years. Here's what I'm saying. I was a little kid. This is in my uh, little photo album that my mom gave me as I grew up. I was a little kid. I was 18 months old. I stood on the top of my high chair, the tray that you're supposed to eat on, and I had a banana, and I said, monkey. Now, is that racist? Or is that little kids learning about monkeys, thinking monkeys are cool, and you got a banana, and there's an association with bananas and monkeys, and, you know, you watch Curious George, and there you go. Okay, yeah. uh, is this racist, or is this just, you know what, we live our lives, there's differences in people, and we jokingly refer to things in ways, but there's no malice, there's no evil right. intent. If I make fun of a Southerner, I say, hey, Gideon, I'll carry you. Am I, am I really being a racist or a hater? Or am I just merely um, trying to have fun and enjoy the uniqueness around me? You know, I think that this this is, you know, uh, when we talk to people that uh, um, it, it's implied, okay? Uh, it, it's it's it, People are judging us. Um, and we, I think you bring up a good point with regard to intent and malice, okay? Um, the, the things were acceptable way back when that may, may not be acceptable now. Um, we can, you know, but we can certainly... Um, be more sensitive to uh, uh, to our surroundings, but um, I, again, I, I don't think people walk around in their hearts um, and, and uh, seeking to belittle folks and seeking to offend them in a racial of way. Of course not. And if I knew it was uh, offensive and, 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 in a real but, sense, I would stop. But and it's exactly right. And you know, you know, if you knew that you were, you know, I mean, intentionally, I mean, you wouldn't intentionally insult somebody racially. But the left is telling us that they're telling us what's in our hearts, and they're saying that we have no choice just because of who we are that we are racist. And and I don't think that's the case. All right, I bring it up because I started this by saying, hey, we're not judging Kanye's heart about his Christian intent. 
and we're not judging uh, anybody's hearts. Uh, and I don't want people to judge my heart. And, I, you know, I've watched Dumbo as a kid and thought it was a great movie and everything else. I don't want to be judged as a racist. And, uh, you know, I get that there's lines that can be crossed, and I think we ought to really do our best to be kind to women, to be kind to different people of different cultures and different ethnicity, ethnicities and all this stuff. I agree with all that. But I think we've taken it too far. And the only people that can't exist are the white Christian male. Yeah. Why don't we just be kind to each other? Yeah. We're all God's children. Whoever we are. We're all God's children. Why don't we act like it? Yeah. You know, we're all created in his image. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, We are all commanded to love each other. Uh, Yes, of course. It's hard because we're mortal and we're flawed and we have our own hangups and we have our own, you know, uh, we we, we have our own um, insecurities. Okay. But if we keep in mind to treat everybody, I mean, we don't need we don't need somebody to define everybody for us. Everybody, the word everybody kind of covers it, okay? Uh, and when we see people, we should see people of God, children of God. We shouldn't see different ethnic groups. We should see another wonderful uh, example of God's creation. And what we should do is we should internally think about ourselves when we look at another child of God, as different as they may or may not be than we are, and say, I know they have the same desires, needs, goals, hopes, dreams. I don't mean the same dream like I want to be a radio guy and somebody else wants to be an engineer or whatever. I'm talking about dreams of to be accepted, to be loved, to be uh, prosperous, to uh, advance their lives, to have loved ones around them. We all have these same innate reality needs. Um, and I think we ought to look internally at ourselves and our, what our needs are and then do our very best to reach out and minister to those around us, uh, doing our very best to fulfill their needs. Uh, everyone, everywhere, yeah. all the time. Yeah. And, uh, Sam, that, you know, I mean, you're, you're making too much sense now. So, you know, somebody, somebody will tell you exactly how wrong you are. But, uh, I think it's that simple. I really do. And that, that's, you know, I think it's that simple. All yeah. right. We've only got about a minute left, but what an AMAC should people know about that's coming up or that's going on that I haven't kind of mentioned? Well, it's funny. You know, we, we're, we're putting together a, a year end advocacy in review. Sam. So we're going to tell our members and anybody and prospective members, and we and, and just want to let everybody know you don't have to be fifty to join AMAC. You know, we anyone may join AMAC. We're a large conservative organization, uh, but you know, if you're, you know, I remember somebody's like, I'm forty eight. I, I do I, you know, can I join? Of course you can join. Anybody can join. But we're working on a, a year end advocacy and review. Um, to let our members know exactly what we're doing for them across the country in congressional districts and in Washington. And we're working on that document. We'll make it available probably in January. It'll be on our website, and uh, folks will know what they're getting in addition to the roster of member benefits that they get at amac.us, but uh, how we represent them and our mission and their mission in Washington and across the country. AMAC, ladies and gentlemen, become a lifetime member today, amac.us. Still praying they're going to buy Fox News. Andy Mangione with us, ladies and gentlemen, vice president of the organization, doing a phenomenal job. You're not alone. We can stand together for our sacred cause of liberty. Andy, thank you. Godspeed. We'll chat soon, my friend. Thank you, Sam. And we won't talk before, so I'm going to wish you a happy Thanksgiving, brother. Same to you. All right. There he goes, doing a phenomenal job, as always. LibertyRoundtable.com. Donate today. Every penny helps us grow our presence in the media as we tell the tale of liberty. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.